Because had he only been born, we'd be in trouble. But because he came and he died on that old rugged cross, hallelujah, they buried him in a barred tomb. And because he rose, amen, it's our promise that we're going to be lifted one day. Amen. And I don't know about you, but I don't believe it's going to be very long. I'm thankful for the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. And, uh, you know, I was praying about uh, what I should share with you this morning. And uh, usually do some, something about the stone being rolled away or, <clears throat> you know, about they're right at the resurrection. But the Lord led me in a little bit different direction this morning, so... Y'all bear with me, amen. If you have your Bibles like to read along with me, I want you to open to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. Amen. And when you have that place with me, if you would, stand with me for the reading of God's Word. Amen. Look down in verse 9 of Acts chapter 1. Verse 9 of Acts chapter 1 is where we're going to begin reading down through verse 11. It says, And when he had spoke these things, while he beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. If you will, read that 11th verse out loud with me. Which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. I want to share with you the subject matter of why stand ye gazing. Why stand ye gazing, if you will? Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we come to you this Easter morning in this sunrise service. Lord, feeling your spirit, your presence, and your glory that you live. Hallelujah. And Lord, we are thankful for the precious blood that was shed on Calvary. We are thankful, Lord, that God, you went to the grave, that you went, God, and took the keys of death, hell, and the grave from the enemy. Lord, that you rose that third and glorious day. Father, now you're at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for your children. God, we are thankful today. Now, Lord, I ask you to anoint my lips of clay, to anoint my tongue with fires, Lord. God, the fires of heaven, Lord, that I might preach what thus saith the Lord. God, now have your way today. For it's in Christ Jesus' name we pray. And the church said, Amen. Amen. If you're able, you can be seated. <coughs> Amen. 
That 11th verse said those two angels were standing there. And everyone was staring up into the sky. And it said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing? Why are you looking up? Why are you feeling down? Amen. Isn't it amazing sometimes we can be looking up and feeling down? The ascension of Jesus, amen, was His last moments here on this earth. There were questions about restoring the kingdom of God that Peter and John and some of the other disciples had questioned Him. And they asked Him, they say, Lord, are you going to set up your kingdom now that you've risen from the dead? Or are you going to sit on the throne of David? Are you going to prove, amen, uh, he had already proven who he was. He had already given them, amen, the information uh, that it was essential for them. He was going to be with the Father. He said, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons. He said, but this one thing you need to know, amen, not many days hence you're going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And after you're filled, you're going to be my witness. Hallelujah. See, they already had the message. But amen, they needed the power to preach it with. Amen. He had to ascend to the Father to send down the presence and the gift of the Holy Ghost. And thank God He did. Amen. That gives us the capability. That gives us the power. Amen. To preach Christ and Him crucified. Aren't you glad to know today? Hallelujah, he didn't leave us void, but he sent us another comforter, one who abides with us, one who walks with us, one who talks with us, one who keeps us on a daily basis. Hallelujah. I'm thankful, amen, I serve a living God. Amen. If you go to the tomb of Buddha, he's still there. If you go to the tomb of Confucius, he's still there. Amen. If you go to the tomb where Jesus was laid, there's no one there. He's alive. He's risen. Hallelujah. And he's by the right hand of the Father today. And he's taking care of us, thank God. They're gazing up. No wonder. Brother Jimmy, I can't imagine just being able to walk with him in his physical form. Hallelujah. God, come down from heaven took on the form of a man, took on the form of a son. Can you imagine being there? Amen. At that very moment where blind Bartimaeus was over by the wayside and crying out, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Oh, hallelujah. And just to see, amen, Jesus cast his eyes over to him. Amen, I believe there might have been a tear because he was compassionate. He was loving and he was caring. But he was God. Hallelujah. Make no mistake about it. Amen. He said, bring him over here to me. Amen. Bartimaeus came over and he said, what do you have need of? He said, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said, I will it. And laid his hands on him. I'm telling you, when God wills something in your life, amen, the devil or nobody else can keep you from it. God is a good God. Hallelujah. And he's taking care of each of us right now. But they're gazing, amen, and they're going to miss him. I'm sure all of us, well, I know all of us have been by a graveside. 
at a loved one. Amen. We weep because we're going to miss them. But thank God if they're saved, we know we're going to see them again if we live to the Lord. Amen. But you know, man, uh, we all know that feeling that they must have felt. This man that they've known for a period of three years, basically. That's when he started his ministry, three years before the crucifixion. But amen, they had become a family. They had become tight-meshed and tight-knit together. Amen, because the love of God abode in all of them. And here he is, amen, in Acts chapter 1. And he's getting ready to leave them. And he leaves them some final words of advice, some final words of wisdom, amen. And he's ascending from the Mount of Olives up to heaven. And the disciples stand and they're looking heavenward, amen. And they're watching him as, as he's taken up. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And all of a sudden, these two men in white apparel appear. And they say, you men of Galilee, why are you standing here? He's already given you the command. You need to go to Jerusalem. You need to gather in an upper room. And hallelujah, Luke records they were there in that upper room praising and magnifying God. Amen. Oh, but listen. Amen. They are looking up when they should have been moving. They should have been doing what God had already commanded them to do. Amen. So what do we do? Why are we standing and gazing? We live in a church age today. That's in the days. Amen. They're looking up heavenward. Amen. Lord, are you going to come back? Preachers have been preaching it for years. And amen. You know, we've heard it time and time again from our parents and our grandparents. Amen. And they're standing up. But God has given us a command to go in the lost at all costs, amen, to reach out to the hurting, amen, and to pray for one another, amen. We don't need to be gazing up, sitting only by, but we need to be praising God, and we need to be winning lost souls. The first thing they have to do is they have to stop gazing and obey the Lord, amen. Hallelujah. Oh, listen. They have been told to tarry in Jerusalem. But they're not in Jerusalem. They're still sitting on the Mount of Olives. Amen. Jesus just told them, go. Go. Amen. But they're standing still. Amen. They must leave there and go to Jerusalem. And when they arrive, something great's going to happen there. Amen. See, when we obey the will of God, when we obey the voice of God, something great always happens. Amen. Some need to find the will of God for their lives today. Amen. Others, amen, know God's will. But listen, they have not begun to obey it yet. Amen. If you come in and all you do is sit on a pew and you never do anything, never take activity... Amen. Don't expect the blessings of God to come on your life. Amen. Hallelujah. When the blessings really start to flow is when you begin to do something for the Lord your God. When you begin to do something, amen, for Jesus, the living, hallelujah. 
amen, that we serve today. That's when God will bless your heart. That's when God will bless your life. You say, but Brother Charlie, you don't understand. Amen. I've tried before. And amen, I get fold on every corner. Well, do you think, amen, the devil ain't going to fight you when you begin to try to do the will of God? But I'm telling you, amen, greater is he that's in you and he that's in this world. Amen. The devil will falter every time if you stand true. Amen to Jesus. When the disciples obey, amen, the first directions, then others will come. Hallelujah. They have to stop gazing and start going. Amen. Hallelujah. Secondly, they have to stop gazing and go to a very important prayer meeting. People don't want to pray no more. Amen. And they wonder why this world is in the fix it's in. Amen. It's because of a lack of of enthusiasm and involvement. Amen. For the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm telling you today, amen. uh, Hallelujah. A lot of our churches, amen, people just don't take an interest anymore in getting involved. And a lot of our churches anymore, people could care less. They just come because they feel like it's the right thing to do. And a lot of our churches anymore, amen, people arrive, amen, hallelujah, with a nonchalant attitude. Oh, but listen to me. I want to come to the house of God with Jesus on my mind and the Spirit stirring in my soul. I want to feel something, amen, when I come to God's house. Amen. I want to praise Him and I want to worship Him. Church, I still believe in shouting. I still believe in crying. Amen. Little tear fall down your cheek. I still believe, amen, that I serve a God and He's just as real as He's ever been. He's just as alive as He's ever been. And hallelujah, I know He's just as powerful as He's ever been to perform miracles even today. Amen. They have to go to this prayer meeting. Prayer changes things. How many of you know that? Amen. See what they did. The thing they done, they went to Jerusalem. They obeyed. Amen. The Bible says obedience better than sacrifice. Amen. They went to the upper room. Amen. They're hiding out. Amen. So they can have a prayer meeting. They don't want these Romans looking for them. They don't want these Pharisees, amen, ridiculing them, you know, bringing them down. So they hide in that upper room. And they begin to pray. Hallelujah. And as they begin to pray together, Amen, God, there's a stirring. Hallelujah. Jesus told us to do this, and we're going to do it. We're going to obey. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what the rest of the folks say. It doesn't matter, amen, what they might do. We're going to pray. Hallelujah. And as they begin to pray, pray, prayer turned over into praise. Prayer turned into praise. And then praise, hallelujah. As they begin to praise, God inhabits the praises of it. 
people. That prayer meeting in the upper room, amen, was a great time. They put away all their differences. It didn't matter, amen, if one drove a blue car and one drove a black car, one drove a Lexus and one drove a Ford and one drove a Dodge and one drove a Chevrolet. It didn't matter. They put away all their differences. Amen. Hallelujah. They may not have done the same job. They may not have agreed on everything, but they put away their differences. They said something's more important than our differences. And they waited for the presence of God to come down. Because Jesus said, Amen. Hallelujah. When I go away, I'm going to send you another comforter. And when he comes, you'll know him. Hallelujah. You'll feel him. Amen. That word another in the Greek, amen, means just like. Amen. He wasn't talking about like in the English language, another all together, but it was another just like him. And he said he's going to abide in you. Hallelujah. Ain't you glad to know He abides today? He abides. Christ Jesus abides today. Amen. So they have to stop gazing and go. They have to do something. They have to stop gazing and obey Him and go to that Jerusalem in the upper room. And then they have to stop gazing and start fulfilling the Great Commission. Jesus said... In Acts 1 and 8, when you're endued with that power, (laughs) I'm not giving it to you so you can show off with it. I'm not giving it to you, amen, because you're going to be able to speak to men in their own language. I'm not giving it to you, amen, uh, so you can go around and brag about it and uh, hee-haw about it, amen. Yeah, I'm a Christian and I'm this and I'm that. No, he said, but when you receive that power, he said, you're going to be witnesses of me. Hallelujah, you ain't going to be able to help yourself uh, because that same spirit uh, that's in me is going to be in you. Uh, hallelujah. And you'll have to testify, amen, you'll have to give an account, amen, that I am real, that I'm alive, amen, about my death, my burial, and my resurrection, hallelujah, I'm alive forevermore, amen, he told John the Revelator, I'm the Alpha and the Omega, I'm the beginning and I'm the end, amen, and all things in between, hallelujah, amen, he is the great I am, he's the lily of the valley, he's the first of 10,000, thank God, amen, how can we help but testify of him, glory, hallelujah, they have to stop gazing, And they have to start fulfilling that great commission. They got to tell somebody. Amen. We're his witnesses. And folks, so are we. Amen. They have to launch a great evangelical outreach. Amen. Evangelism, amen, is missing in a lot of churches today. Amen. We, we have these big telemedia 
churches today that are only interested in a real good, feel-good message. There ain't no heaven to gain and a hell to shun anymore. Amen. It's only in the press. Feel good right now. Woo! I feel good right now. And I know there's a heaven to gain and a hell to shun. But I know the one who lives in me. And because of that, I'm going to shun hell and I'm going to gain heaven. I'm glad my name's been written in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. Amen. They were to be witnesses of Him and they couldn't help themselves. Amen. Many of these churches, amen, they forgot about the evangelical outreach. Amen. I'm a country boy. Y'all forgive me. Sometimes I get tongue-tied. Amen. But I still believe in an old-fashioned altar. I still believe in the blood of Jesus. I still believe, hallelujah, amen, by His stripes I'm healed. I still believe, amen, that He's alive and well today. And amen, I believe before long He's coming back to get me. Thank God, hallelujah. Amen, they have to start, amen, stop gazing and start fulfilling this commission He's given them. To be his witness. Amen. That's the reason he sent his spirit to them. So they can witness in power. We need to return to the greatest task on earth. And that's the great commission. Amen. Oh, there was an evangelistic. Amen. Explosion in Jerusalem that day. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody was involved. Amen. In Acts 2 and 4. Amen. He says, Amen, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. 3,000 were standing out there, at least. I don't know how many was all together. Brother, Amen, when it talks about 3,000 being saved there that day, it must have been 10,000 standing out there. And they were from all nations. They were from everywhere. And Amen, as they began to speak, Hallelujah, Amen, each man understood them in their language. They were talking about Christ and Him crucified. Hallelujah, buried and alive. 3,000 souls got saved that day. Can you imagine that, Brother Jimmy, have to be somewhere and just be preaching and all of a sudden 3,000 souls fall in an altar and give their heart to Jesus? Woo! Boy, that would be an encouragement, wouldn't it? My, my. I, you know, years ago, I preached at a church, uh, amen, in Louisiana, down in Faraday, Louisiana. Amen, and... Uh, it was, a, it was a beautiful, humongous church. And amen, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. Amen, when I got done preaching, about a hundred came down and gave their heart and life to Jesus. And I was like, "Woo, boy, I can't imagine 3,000 coming down and giving their heart and soul to Jesus. Oh, but my friend, amen, it's a possibility. For with God, all things are possible. If we can only believe, amen, I Hallelujah. Listen, are we doing our job of evangelism today? Are we reaching out to this lost and dying world? If not, we need to be. Amen. Jesus, give us the command. He give us the command. And then, amen, last but not least, they have to stop gazing and they have to live in the light. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Gloom and doom has no place with the Lord. Amen. And, and amen, being a child of God, most people miss, they think, well, I, I, gotta, I can't be happy no more. You know, I have to be like, you know, like Sister Sourpuss down there. You know, or I have to be like Brother Bill better than you. Come on. Amen. We think there's a certain facade, amen, about being a Christian. Let me tell you, amen, my idea, my facade. I know where this old boy was when God got a hold of his heart. Amen. I know what I was doing, how I was acting, and I know the road I was headed down. Hallelujah. But thank God, amen, he didn't give up on me. He didn't quit on me. And in December of 1989, hallelujah, I said, under a preacher that preached my life story. Amen. I ran down to that altar and when I knelt, the blood fell. Amen. I didn't get up miserable. I didn't get up, hallelujah, feeling like I was better than anybody else. I didn't get up, amen, thinking I was going to have to live, amen, a dull, boring life. I got up, hallelujah, with a brand new life. He took off the old man. And he put on a brand new man. Hallelujah. I'm not the same. Never have been since I got saved. I'm telling you, when you get saved, you'll be changed. If you ain't, you didn't get what I got. You didn't get Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. We have to stop gazing and live in the light of his return. How many of you know he's coming back? Amen. I still look for him every day. Amen. When I'm on the way home in the evening, the sun is shining right in my eyes. I've dropped the sun visor. But I thank God because it's a reminder to me. One day, hallelujah. Amen. He's going to step out on that cloud. And when he does, amen. Amen. Son won't hold light to him. Amen. He's going to call me up. Amen. The dead in Christ will rise first. Oh, but I know what's going to happen next. All of us who are alive and remain are going to be caught up together with him in the cloud. This same Jesus. Amen. It's what the angels tell him. Not an imposter. Not another one. This same Jesus. Hallelujah. In whom you've seen, amen, be lifted up from you. Uh, he's going to return. Amen. The one who cared for the lost and dying. The one who wept for hurting people. Amen. Hallelujah. The one who died and rose again. He's coming back. Do you hear me? He's coming back. The first time he came, he came, amen, born in a manger. Poor and lowly. Amen. Hallelujah. Amongst the animals. Amen. The first one, amen, he came, 
Hallelujah. And he's the same one. He rode into Jerusalem on a donkey. Amen. They're casting palms at his feet one day and crucifying him the next. But let me tell you something. That same Jesus that rode into Jerusalem on a donkey is going to come back riding a white stallion and he's coming to get a people who are his own. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. No time for gazing. No time. Amen. We got to get busy. Amen. Listen, time is short. We better get ready. We're here this morning to celebrate His resurrection. We're here this morning because He's alive. Hallelujah. Glory to God, and I'm glad I've read the back of the book and we win. Amen. Vance Habner wrote this comment, and I'll close with it. We have no business living ordinary lives in such an extraordinary time. 